Hey, Tiger fans, show your pride on the road by purchasing an official State of Kansas Tiger Tag. The process is quick, easy, and your $30 license plate fee will support scholarships at Fort Hayes State University. Visit FHSUalumni.com slash drive or contact the Alumni Association to learn more. Your car or truck isn't complete without a Fort Hayes State University Tiger Tag. Visit FHSUalumni.com slash drive today. Go Tigers! It's time for Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network. Tiger Talk, live from Big Smoke Barbecue on the corner of 8th and Main in Hayes. A distinctly local take on classic American barbecue. Order online at BigSmokeHayes.com. Tiger Talk is also brought to you by these premier Tiger sponsors. Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis. Banking one story at a time. The Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, compassion all right here. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs, going above plus beyond for you. BTI, your John Deere dealer in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hoxie, Mess City, and Pratt. BTI, our family in partnership with your family. The Taco Shop, dine in, carry out, or delivery. You've never had it so good. And Eagle Communications, our community connected. Now, the voice of the Tigers, Gerard Welbrock. And good afternoon and welcome to Tiger Talk. This is Gerard Welbrock. We'll be joined here momentarily by four-day state head football coach Chris Brown. The Tigers coming off a big win. They knocked off Central Missouri on Saturday to snap a six-game home losing streak. We'll recap that game and look ahead to this Saturday afternoon in Emporia. The Tigers taking on the uh, Hornets, who are having a great season at 6-2. and two. We're live at Big Smoke Barbecue in Hay. Stop on by. Join us for lunch. If you can't make it, you can always order online, get it to go, get it for carryout, maybe get supper on your way home from work tonight. That's at BigSmokeHays.com. They've got their own dry rub, all the sauces that you might like, the different varieties, KC, Texas, Carolina. They've got it all here for lunch and dinner. Of course, we're at the old soda shop location at uh, on the corner of 8th and Main and Hayes, so you can get all those soda shop treats as well. Open 11 to 8, Monday through Saturdays, Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes, the home of Tiger Talk. Again, you can always join us on the program, send us in a question, a chance to win a gift certificate. In fact, we'll be drawing for that. This is our final show for the month of October. <coughs> Next time we meet, we'll be in the month of November. So we'll have that drawing coming up. Uh, we'll, we'll get in touch with the with the winner. But uh, we have a couple more questions that were submitted uh, throughout the week, and you can do so by going to the Fort A. State Athletics website, fhsuathletics.com. Go to fans. You'll get a drop-down menu there at the bottom. Ask the coach. Submit your question. If we use it, you'll be in the running for that $25 gift certificate. So we certainly urge you to do that if you've got a – just a burning question you've wanted to ask, ask Coach Chris Brown. Um, uh, there's your chance to do so here on Tiger Talk. And I believe Pat Kelly will be our special player guest. We'll chat with the, I guess we call him the elder statesman of Fort Hayes State football. As far as the players go, he's been here a while. We'll talk about that in more a little bit later with Pat Kelly. But right now we bring in the head coach of the Tigers, Chris Brown. Congratulations. Uh, we were leaving the stadium on Saturday, and uh, Dustin and I were chatting. Well, it's a lot more fun when you win. Uh, that was a, a fun game. You guys played well. Didn't play perfect, but um, thought played with a lot of effort, a lot of heart, a lot of compassion, sense of urgency, all those things we've talked about that maybe have been missing. Kind of felt it there Saturday, and you guys played well and played well enough to get them out of there with a win. Yeah, we did. We, we played well enough to, to get the W. Um, you know, we didn't turn the ball over offensively, got some turnovers on defense, and uh, – you know, did we give up a bunch of big plays, and offensively we got a few here and there, but, you know, our guys played well enough to win, and, uh, you know, we had a lot of young guys playing in that football game as well, and it was their opportunity to show us what they could do, and, you know, they handled it well, and it only get better as the rest of the season goes on, but I was proud of them, but it always just felt good to get that W, and, I, you know, I thought Jack played well, I thought our old line played well, I thought our defense did some really good things. Just some opportunities there that I still think we missed um, that we got to get better at, but I still think we got to play more physical than what we played, you know, in that game, and that will create more turnovers and more big plays for us offensively. But it was better. 
it feels like the physicality part of it is, is is getting better. I know it's not where you want it to be, certainly not at the level it was uh, when you were competing for MIAA championships, but it feels like as the season has gone along, this team has gotten a little bit more physical, at least from where they were at the beginning of the year. They are. They're starting to. Um, it's just, I mean, it's hard to do those things with as many injuries as, as we have right now of actually getting after and getting physical in practice, too, so you just got to be careful with what we're doing, but... You know, it's getting there. We still just got to run through tackles better. Um, I still feel like sometimes we're hesitating, you know, um, when they come to make that tackle on us and then defensively just running our feet through. I feel like we dive too much just running through the tackle and making the tackle and, 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 and punishing that guy. And then, you know, really dominating the line of scrimmage. I feel like we need to get more push offensively and then defensively re- reestablishing the line of scrimmage too and get some more pressure on that quarterback. But that all comes with time, you know, especially when we got young kids playing who – don't quite have the strength yet, you know, to to compete with 22, 23 year olds when they're only 18. And uh, but that will come in time, and, and just keep harping on it, tell them what we, exactly what we want, and hopefully it gets done. Unlike some games, when you mentioned maybe the the the, the lack of tackling or, or not tackling as well as you would like. Felt like there was help there, though. A guy might miss, but then he had some teammates and, and eliminated big plays, especially on the ground, which have been a problem at times this year. Felt like that area was a little bit better, more gang tackling, even if you missed the initial one. Yeah, it was. There was better pursuit, you know, this week. And, you know, just kept, you know, talking to our guys, you know, during during the game of, you know, taking on these blocks. I feel like we kept taking on with our shoulders instead of just using our hands to get extension to, you know, to throw and shed the guy and make the tackles well, which, you know, we kind of started doing some more of those little things as the game went on. And uh, But it was it was better. Guys pursued better. And, uh, you know, Central was a pretty good football team. And I, I thought we played our probably our best game, you know, to date, you know, against them. Yeah, all three phases. I, w- I would definitely agree. Uh, kind of complimentary football but between the three. Uh, you talked about the uh, the offensive line. You went young, and uh, you had a lot of – Pat Kelly started at left tackle. Uh, the, as we said, the elder statesman, the seven year senior but other than that all red shirt freshmen or true freshmen on the offensive line just talk about the decision and how you think those guys did just felt like it was time to make a change because we weren't really getting much done offensively anyway you know with, with the other guys that we had i mean just moving people or getting their blocks or missing blocks whatever it is and you know i thought well if we're gonna continue playing them the way we're playing i mean these freshmen can do the exact same thing that that we're going to get out of the other guys and uh so we went with them and uh you know they did a pretty good job you know they probably not the movement that we wanted but you know ucm brought a lot of pressure and they were able to pick up some of those pressures that you know we weren't getting picked up in the past but uh you know i was just like we just had to make a change somewhere somehow and uh those guys stepped in there they were excited they're they're enthusiastic they play with heart they play with passion and they gave us everything that they possibly could give us and that's all you can ask for you ran for 201 yards, and uh, that hasn't happened in a while. And I think it's now you're, you've won 20 consecutive games when rushing for 200. Now, it's not easy to get to 200, but when you do, it generally correlates into a win. I think since you've been the Tigers head coach, there's only been three times you've rushed for over 200 and lost a football game. That, that was a big feat, and now 63 of it were on a, a run by quarterback Jack Dawson. But, hey, it all counts. But I think uh, you could you – could, make a correlation a little bit to the offensive line and the job they did and and some good hard nose running from adrian soto as well yeah there is i mean it is it all starts up front you know jack's you know scramble for the for the long run was a big play for us as well he did it a couple times in that game um but you know that's i want to run the ball that's just who i am (laughs) right i I like to me you throw the ball there's always you know there's only one good thing that can happen and that's as a completion the other two are bad so uh that's to me. That's physicality and, and and taking the game over and and being able to win a football game with that. It's time of possession as well. You know, keeping the keeping the clock rolling and keeping the ball moving and getting first downs off of that. And you know, hopefully wearing a defense down to now where you can get some big plays. But that's what I've always tried to live by. And I coach Brian's the same way. He loves to to run the ball as well. And they give us a chance to get a big play. We're going to go for it. But I thought we ran. He I thought Soto ran more physical but there's still some things he can work on i just feel like sometimes he gets turned too easy you know when a guy puts his hand on him instead of just burying his shoulder down and and getting the extra yard but at times he really does do those things but uh again he's, he's still trying to get healthy and heal up but you know he, he does some good stuff and uh, i think you know, as this year goes on you know we've got three more i almost see our best these next three games Felt like when he got hit, he was able to squirt. There's a couple times we thought it was a minimal one or two yard gain, and somehow he squirts out of the tackle, gets five or six, um, and a lot of those were on first down, which really helped the cause getting off to a good start on you know, on uh, first down plays. Yeah, first down is most important, you know, on both sides of the ball. You know, if we can get 
you know, three, four, five yards on first down that makes second down so much more manageable and then hopefully third down's even more manageable than that. And defensively, you know, you want to get that stop early and, and get them in second and long and hopefully get them in third and long. So that first down's the most important, even though third down is, mm-hmm. but I think the first down is the one that you have to get something done on and uh, that's really just what makes your offense roll and that's what gets the defense clicking as well. Neither team was great on third down. I think they both were four for 14, but uh, um, I think you had a little bit more success on some of the explosive plays, and it was kind of ironic. You said the most rushing yards you've had in a game this year. It's also the fewest passing yards, 157, which kind of went to you. You ran the ball a little bit more, and you were able to establish that running attack. Yeah, we were able to find you know, a couple plays that we were able to do with them. Um, I thought our tight ends did a good job of blocking on the edge as well, and you know, with our new alignment coming in, doing a good job of sealing up those blocks, and our backs actually, you know, seeing the hole too so that goes with it even though 63 of it was jack you know big scramble but the other other ones are you know those are hard tough yards that that we got and you know when you continue to grind those out and 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 keep doing that because i really truly think that wears a defensive line out when you can wear those guys out good things can happen tigers get the win on saturday as they knock off the uh the uh Mules from Central Missouri by a final of 27 to 14. We'll talk more about the game as we roll along. We'll get to your questions. You can still submit a question for the coach. All you have to do is go to the Fort A. State Athletics website, fhsuathletics.com. Click on the fans link there at the very bottom of the drop down menu, and you'll see Ask the Coach. And if we use it, chance for you to win a $25 gift certificate from Big Smoke Barbecue here on the corner of uh, 8th and Main and Hayes, the home of Tiger Talk. Tiger Talk presented by Golden Bell Bank. Hey, your life has a story. Golden Bell Bank wants to get to know that story. It's banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank. Visit them at goldenbeltbank.com. We'll take a break. More from Big Smoke Barbecue on Tiger Talk here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. There is freedom in movement, and Hayes Med Orthopedic Institute helps you regain your best moves. As one of America's top 20 rural hospitals, Hayes Med offers the most comprehensive orthopedic care in western Kansas, complete with quality outcomes and our four-star patient experience. From joint and spine surgery to sports medicine, rehab therapy, and more, we are here to help you move freely. No need to travel far. Learn more at HayesMed.com backslash orthopedics. Vision, value, integrity. Being a part of a sports team means you are a part of something bigger than yourself. You are a member of a team. What you do on and off the field adds value. When you suit up and give it your all, you walk off that field with a sense of integrity. You see, many of the folks at Commercial Builders were athletes too, and they've built their company around those principles. Commercial Builders, vision, value, and integrity in your construction solutions. Their roots run deep in Kansas, and the secret to success, that little bit of something extra. At Adams Brown, they believe that business should be simplified. They ease your burdens rather than add to them. They aren't just your CPAs. They're an extended team just for you, a team that will work and grow together with you. That something extra is service that gets your attention, exceeding expectations. Certified public accountants at Adams Brown, going above and beyond for you. Online at AdamsBrownCPA.com. Back to throw is Jack Dawson. Now the quarterback runs, gets a block. He's at the 40. He's at midfield. Foot race 40. Angles near side 30. Up the numbers 20 to the 15 to the 10 and pushed out of bounds at the 7-yard line. A 66-yard scamper by quarterback Jack Dawson. And for the first time today, the Tigers inside the farm movement and supply red zone. And that was a big run by Jack Dawson. Officially a 63-yard run by the Tiger quarterback has got him inside the red zone. A few more trips in the red zone on Saturday as the Tigers knock off Central Missouri uh, by a final of 27-14. to We're live at Big Smoke Barbecue in Hayes, the home of Tiger Talk. Stop on by for lunch. You can always order to go or delivery, bigsmokehays.com. 
com. And uh, we certainly would love to hear from you with your questions. Submit a question for the coach. Go to Fort Hay State Athletics, FHSUathletics.com to do that. A reminder here, Big Smoke Barbecue, they have all the ice cream treats, soda fountain drinks, and it's the best barbecue in town. Talking football with Fort Hay State head coach Chris Brown. And, and we heard that highlight. I mean, that's one element that Dawson and also Ethan Forrester probably give this team that when, when Chance is in there is that ability to run. Not that Chance can't, but those two maybe a little bit more more uh, skilled in that regard, and that was that was a really good run by him, and and, and a good decision because there was space ahead, and and uh, tucked it up and ran, and had a great play. It was, you know, both those guys run very very well for us, and you know they're able to extend plays and you know, able to get downfield, and you know, especially when the team plays man coverage on you, and you see it, and it opens wide open, and you might as well take it because you're going to get quite a few yards and. You know, Jack did that. He did a great job in this game. And I thought this was probably one of his better games that he's played, you know, since he's kind of taken over the, the, the ropes for, for a chance. And uh, he did a great job. I mean, he made those plays. He made another one later on, you know, that got, got some good yardage as well. But, you know, he started to make smarter decisions and started to see things a little bit better. But that just takes time and takes growth and development. I mean, he's just really, well, I guess he's a junior in school, but football <laughs> yeah. on the field playing, you know, this is really his first year playing for us. It felt like he was calmer, and maybe, you know, you always hear the game slowed down, whether it did or not, but it, he seemed calmer in the pocket a couple of times. He stepped up in the pocket when, and, and, and you know, as you want your quarterback to do, and then made a good decision. He had a couple of really precise passes. I think one, I can't remember if it was to Marcellus Crutchfield or who, but it was a tight window. He hit that window. You guys caught it. It was a first down, but I thought his decision-making, as you said, but uh, just seemed calmer back there, and, and maybe that's just, as you said, the experience, but I, I would agree probably his best game of the year. Yeah, experience, and, you know, I was trying to just kind of simplify things just a little bit, you know, for him as well, and, uh, you know, because offensively, it's, you know, when you're on defense, it's just, it's, it's so different. When I coach defense, you got your plays, and you make a few couple adjustments, you know, here and there, but then offensively, yeah, you got all your camp plays that you got, but it seems like every week, you're doing something different with your guys with new plays and different formations and you know where people align and run this play and run that play and these kids got to memorize you know 15 20 new plays you know when it goes into a game and uh, that gets hard on so we kind of simplified things just a little bit this week um kind of went back to some more camp stuff and did things that they he felt like he was comfortable doing and when you do that I mean, those kids are going to feel comfortable in the pocket and make the decisions and, and just ride with it. And, and I thought Ethan played well. He had his uh, snaps and his possessions in the first half, and you kind of went with um, with Jack in, in the second half, but he had a nice touchdown pass to Manny, but I thought he played well uh, in his time out there as well. He did. He did a good job. And, again, he's, he's got good feet. He can get you those extra yards when he needs them. His throw to Manny was, was, was spot on. I mean, that's a, a great throw. And, uh, you know, he, he's those two guys are going to keep battling, you know, week in and week out to, to see who's going to be the guy. And it's going to be the same way this week. And that's the way you have to do it. I mean, they both give you, you know, good things and they both do certain things that the other one can't do. But, you know, they're, they're both going to help us out here in the long run. An update on Chance. Where's he at right now? Getting close. Um, I mean, I think the shoulder parts is good. Now we're just still trying to get the, the knee kind of healed up a little bit. Um, and so hopefully. I don't know if it'll be this week, but we're hoping by Northeastern week he'll be ready to roll. Well, it'd be nice, and hopefully he gets back out there. I mean, he's been such a big part of this program and, and, and what he's done for four-day state football and has won some big games. I hope for a kid like that he, he can end it on the field uh, and, and end his career that way and not have to have one of those injury-riddled seasons, which, unfortunately, you've had a lot of guys that's it's going to not end that way. Yeah, and I hate it for him, you know, him and Lake and, you know, just a bunch of others. And, and you know, Bucky right now is trying to get him back, too, and hopefully he's hopefully this is the week he's back for with us but you know our freshmen have come in and done an excellent job as well but you know you hate it for the young man because he's done so much for this program he's he's broke a bunch of records and he's made a lot of plays that a lot of guys and i know teams hate playing against him just because he's so smart with the ball and makes such quick decisions that you know you hate it for him but you know he's still out there practicing every day smiling his face coaching everybody up um trying to get himself ready and he stays mentally involved and gets his mental reps which is going to help him out when he gets back but you know hopefully that's very very soon because you know we do miss him you know jack and ethan are doing a good job but you still miss you still miss chance because he's done so much for your program now qb1 is qb1 for a reason and he's obviously uh one of the one of the go down is certainly one of the all-time best in fort hay state history you mentioned the tight ends uh both played well again and and, and both have such intricate roles i mean that's that's a position you guys maybe utilize as as well as anybody, obviously, when you have a talent like Budkey, but uh, both uh, Cure 
and and Corman, he just seems like every week you see another element of their game, and and you got a touchdown pass on the shovel pass to 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 Ko Cormany in Saturday's game. But those two just continue to see their growth and, and rise as well. Yeah, they're just maturing and getting better, and now they're starting to understand the speed of the game and the strength. You know, the strength that they're of the guys that they're blocking and understanding the techniques and fundamentals, which you know they're still trying to work on as well. But they're smart. You know, they're really really smart. They pick things up really really quick. Um, they work hard in the weight room. They work hard on the practice field. And, uh, you know, those two guys, you can tell they truly, truly care. And it's cool to see their friendship, but they're still competing for that spot. And they're still pushing each other, which which makes them better each day. But, you know, they're two great kids, and they're going to do great things while they're here. You know, we have weekly press conferences with you and with your select players every week. And we got a chance to visit with Leighton Cure. And he talked about that very thing. I mean, it's competitive, and they both want to be on the field. But they both help each other and know that um, they've, they've got a chance to – to, to leave their mark on this program and, and getting some great opportunity and great experience as, as young players and, and, and talked about the leadership and, and, and trying to step up and be the leader. But I thought it was interesting, both played quarterback in high school a little bit, and, and, and we saw that play at UCO where Leighton got to throw the pass. Um, I guess maybe a quarterback controversy among the tight end room, but uh, it's, it's kind of rare to have guys who can do that. It just creates a whole new element for this team when you have two tight ends who have that ability to, to throw the foot ball and, and were quarterbacks in high school yeah it really does you know they were they were good quarterbacks right. in high school they just weren't college quarterbacks but talented enough big enough and athletic enough to play somewhere on your team and uh, you know being the tight ends coach you know you gotta you go find the most <laughs> athletic guys, guys and big guys that are strong <laughs> and smart and athletic and do well in the classroom we're gonna work hard in the weight room and make my life really easy and I do think they're going to be, you know, real leaders for us, you know, on this team. Um, I mean, really next year, especially when they, when they kind of start taking that next role over. But it's good to have that. Then be able to throw the ball is is huge, and uh, being able to make, you know, you can do so many different plays with them and and, and make some things up that are trick plays with mm-hmm. them as well that will make this team keep going. Uh, but I mean, they're, they're weapons. They're both weapons, and you can get them both on the field at the same time. You got to worry about both of them, not just one. Well, uh, some of the future stars for Four Day State getting a lot of valuable experience right now. We're going to take another break. Pat Kelly on his way, running a little bit late, but we'll get to him a little bit later on in the program. Uh, this is Tiger Talk. We are live at Big Smoke Barbecue in Hayes, and Tiger Talk also brought to you today by BTI. They're your John Deere dealer. Locations in Buckland, Great Bend, Greensburg, Hockey. Nest City and Pratt, BTI, our family, in partnership with your family. Take another break. Be back with more on Tiger Talk here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Save money while getting your car winter ready at your local Napa Auto Parts store, Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. Napa Premium Conventional Motor Oil, 5-quart jug, $17.99, or the 1-quart size for $3.79. Napa High Frequency Battery Charger Maintainer, $29.99. Heat Hog Portable Heater, $99.99. Power Service Diesel Fuel De-Icer, $9.99. And Shop Towels, $11.99. Find savings store-wide at Gibbs Auto Supply in Hayes. At BTI, we pride ourselves on providing quality John Deere equipment and customer support. Since 1944, BTI has been serving farmers and commercial operators with mowers, tractors, and compact construction equipment at an affordable price. As a leader in the ag industry, BTI offers complete technology solutions so our farmers can help keep America running. Experience the BTI difference for yourself. Call on BTI. Our family in partnership with your family. In motion, 
Pospisil, back to pass case, looks right, comes left, he throws an interception! It's picked off by Sam Grant! He jumped around in front of Dallas Waller, and the Tigers have their second takeaway! Yeah, two turnovers created by the defense. Tigers plus two in turnovers on Saturday. One of the key factors in the win as they knock off the Central Missouri Mules 27-14. to Now get set for a very good Emporia State team on Saturday. We're live at Big Smoke Barbecue in Hayes, corner of 8th and Main. Uh, new location uh, for the program this year. And a big thank you again to the folks here at Big Smoke Barbecue. It's the old Soldi Shop location. Open 11 to 8 Monday through Saturdays for lunch and dinner. Stop on by or you can order online BigSmokeHayes.com. We are joined by Day State senior offensive lineman starting left tackle Pat Kelly. We joked before you got here with Coach, the, I guess you'd be the elder statesman of Fort A. State football, and I'm sure you're tired of all the old jokes, but seventh-year senior uh, with Fort A. State, and we're certainly glad to have you on the program. Congratulations, Juan. It had to feel good to get a win. I know you guys have been battling, have been grinding, been dealing with injuries and a lot of issues, but uh, to, to leave the field with a victory had to be satisfying on Saturday. Oh, yeah. it's it's It felt like it's been a while since uh, we got to leave with a victory, and it just felt great coming off the field. And um, knowing that we finally pulled the win out. Well, it had been a while at home anyway. Six consecutive home losses. Been a, been a while since Fort A. State had, had struggled at home like that. I think 05 and 06. So that's kind of rare. But it just, it just felt like you guys had a, I don't know, uh, extra purpose, drive, whatever it may be, attention to detail. Uh, just it, it felt a little different on Saturday. You feel that's a good assessment? Uh, yeah. I, I think that we came out with a lot more energy. Um, we came out ready to play hard, and we didn't really worry about making mistakes. We came out to win. Different look on the offensive line. Uh, they went with a, a younger offensive unit, um, all redshirt freshmen or true freshmen, except for you. Uh, did, did you feel like you had to, did, to lend some guidance for those guys, or did you, did you feel that they kind of held their own and they really didn't, didn't need your experience? I mean, I felt like an old man. <laughs> I think the next oldest guy was 20 years old, five years younger than me. Um, I, it was nice to – they had a bunch of energy. Um yeah, they. I needed to guide them a little bit, but, you know, I'm used to it. I, I've had, what, two guards now that came in young and either switching from D-line like Amari or Riley that's been a redshirt freshman. Um, but that's kind of what I'm here for at this point, guiding the young guys through and – I think they played great on Saturday, though. Yeah, just got to say, I mean, you can really see the future with those guys. Uh, you mentioned the enthusiasm, and I'm sure there were some mistakes out there, but uh, it just seemed like they played hard and, and battled through blocks and uh, 201 rushing yards. And I guess as an offensive lineman, when, when you have a big day on the ground, I mean, you kind of pat yourself on the back as it starts up front, but to see those numbers on the final stat page had to be very satisfying for all you guys. Oh, yeah, it was satisfying then, and you can always tell when you're running the ball because the D-line usually kind of breaks down a little bit, starts quitting on you, and that's the best feeling in the world when you're an offensive lineman, knowing no matter what, no matter what they do, we're still going to run the ball on you. Well, and it had to be encouraging. I mean, you're having a rough season. Obviously, the wins haven't been there like everybody would have liked, but to continue to have the effort and to continue to have that the drive to do well every time out and, and win as many games, uh, I would think is a good sign for the program. It, it says a lot about the, the guys out there and all their character of, of still battling, even though postseason, all those things aren't going to be there at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the hardest things about the season, knowing that you're not going to have a chance at the postseason, but still coming out to work every day and grinding and um, still going out and trying to get that win. We're visiting with Pat Kelly. He's a senior offensive lineman on the Fort Hay State football team. The Tigers coming off a victory over the uh, Mules of, uh, of Central Missouri. Uh, we're going to squeeze in real quick, 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to Tiger Talk on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. Whether it's beer, wine, or spirits, pick up a winner at either of the two convenient Kaiser Liquor locations in Hayes. Kaiser Liquor and 14 K-E-Y-S Hayes. 
Tiger Talk brought to you by the Taco Shop. You can order on by phone, on the app, pick up or delivery, or dine in at 722 East 8th. The Taco Shop, a Hayes tradition since 1970. You've never had it so good. We'll take a break. We'll come back more with Fort A. State senior Pat Kelly as Tiger Talk continues here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. Combos, specialties, quesadillas, nachos, enchiladas, tacos, kids' meals, burritos, sweets, sancho salads, and side orders. Plenty of stuff for you to take advantage of at the Taco Shop. You can also pick from this month's specials. The pork quesadilla, $4.19, Sanchez, $3.79, and the chicken soft taco, $1.99. The Taco Shop, 333 West 8th Street, or order through the app. Come on down to the Taco Shop. You never had it. You never had it so good. Taco Shop. The most dependable and respected plumbing and mechanical systems provider in our area for 75 years, the Glassman Corporation. They have a long history of large projects and resolving building problems. They're the experts for commercial and residential heating, AC, plumbing, and geothermal systems. And they specialize in applied chillers and boilers of all types. Glassman has techs on the road all over the region every day. Call Glassman Corporation, 1-800-662-4318. That's 1-800-662-4318 and at glassmancorp.com. Lingard Howard CPAs wants to help make your life easier by finding solutions to your tax, accounting, and business issues. Are you dealing with IRS notices or possibly looking for ways to minimize taxes? Maybe you are starting a business or looking for advice on how to improve your business. Lingard Howard is here to help. Whether you need us to tackle complex issues or assist with payroll, bookkeeping, and sales tax, your time is important. Let us give you more. Lingard Howard CPAs, we can help. We do that. First and ten for Ethan Forrester. He's throwing to the end zone, looking for Manny Ramsey. Touchdown, Ford Hayes State. Manny Ramsey on a 19-yard touchdown catch. And Manny Ramsey is now tied Lane Beaverly for the third most receiving touchdowns in Ford Hayes State history. Yeah, quite a catch there for Manny. Continues to move up the charts for four-day state. Third in career receiving yards. He needs 160 now to catch Lane Bieberly. He's tied with Lane for the uh, second most 100-yard games with nine. Uh, needs one more 100-yard day to tie Lance Schwint uh, in that regard. Uh, tied for second in career touchdown catches. You heard that highlight there with Lane. Lance Schwint has uh, one more 22. He needs one more to, to, to catch him in that regard. And fifth in career receptions. One more to catch Lance Schwint at number four. He needs three more to tie Lane Bieberle and Eric Busenbark at number three. So moving up the ladder with some pretty heavy names when it comes to Fort Hay State uh, football and the receiving core at Fort Hay State. We're live at Big Smoke Barbecue in Hayes. It's Tiger Talk on this Monday. Stop on by and see us. Open for lunch or dinner, 11 till 8. The Soda Shop, where they can also uh, make all those great soda fountain drinks for you. It's the best barbecue in town. They've got their own special dry rub and your choice of the different uh, uh, sauces, KC, Texas, Carolina, many to choose from here at, the, uh, at uh, Big Smoke Barbecue. And, of course, you can always order online and get to take for carryout, for delivery, takeout at Big Smoke Haze. Com. We'll remind you that you can sync up our radio broadcast with the MIAA TV network feed. All you have to do is have you have a DVR and a streaming device, uh, listen to us on the TuneIn app. You can pause either the, uh, the TuneIn app or you pause your DVR where you're watching the game and sync it up to the opening kickoff. And you can hear our play-by-play while watching the game this Saturday from Emporia when the Tigers take on Emporia State. We're joined by senior offensive lineman Pat Kelly, uh, where our player guest here on Tiger Talk, seventh year senior, and uh, I know we joke about being the old man of the team. Um, you literally are, but I mean, what's it been like? I mean, you're 
most college careers don't go as long as yours did. Uh, I mean, you with with COVID and injuries and just a lot of different factors. You've been here a long while. I, I'd imagine it, it it is has had to have had a grind and, and just to take a little longer to recover after every game, does it? Oh yeah, I, I'm definitely feeling my age, um, <laughs> or maybe an older age. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, I remember my first year. I used to get out of the game and just walk home all ready to go for next week and now it's taken me a i'm really enjoying that monday like oh i gotta rest a little bit thank god it's just meetings i need another day but um when i first got here from new york it was a big change and after the seven years here it feels like home and i would have never thought i'd say that when i got here I thought that this was just the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah what's that like? I mean, you're, you're, you're from New York, and then you, you went to prep school, and you, you come to Hayes, middle of the country. Uh, that had to be a bit of a culture shock to get adjusted, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. when I remember the first time I came off the plane in Wichita, and uh, Coach Bryant was driving me back to driving me over to Hayes, and I saw nothing but grass and cows, and I said, where is he taking me? I was a little nervous. Well, obviously, it's been a, been a great fit, and, and I think what's cool is, I mean, you've been here a while, but you, you've kind of embedded yourself in the in the community. You have your degree, um, and, and so I'm sure it, it does feel a little different when you go out there and play on, on game day. I mean, you're playing for a lot because you've you've been a part of the university, you've been a part of the community uh, for such a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially just when we go through the games, I look through the sidelines, or not the sidelines, the bent, uh, the crowd, and I see all these people that I've known from my seven years here all coming out to support, and it just kind of reminds you how in touch this, this city is with uh, our program, and I think that's fantastic. Now, you, you've had to endure a lot. Um, obviously, the COVID year affected everybody, but you had two really serious injuries that you really had to work and rehab from and, and come back and, 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 and get back on the field. At any point, did you think, think maybe this is enough, I'm done with doing this, or was it always a goal to, to get back out there and finish it out your senior campaign? I mean, after two surgeries and being on crutches for the first three years I've been here, um, you always are going to have those bumps, and I think there's a lot of guys this year is facing that where is it really worth it? Am I ever going to get better? And it took me about four years now, four years to get better until I felt healthy again, and now I just got the old age. But it was all worth it, and through the whole thing, um, even last year when a lot of people were deciding because they had the sixth to seventh year, or for most five to six, I was the sixth to seventh. Um, should I come back? Should I not? I, it was just for me, I had to see it through. I started, I came here, I started here. And even though I did get my degree, I wanted to see this thing through. And I would think in a weird way that COVID season may have been beneficial to you because there was no true season. Yeah, there were some scrimmages, but it gave you extra time to get healthy as opposed to if that had been a regular season. Who knows? Mm-hmm. But you had the, you had a whole extra year in there to, to get healthy, and I'm sure that made a big difference. Oh, yeah, especially with some of the surgeries I had. It, for a lot of people, it takes two, two years to get back. And uh, having that extra year of COVID really from the knee – and the ankle, it gave me an extra year to kind of lift, get back into it, and uh, get my body right and caught up. You mentioned you have your degree. What, what is it in? And uh, uh, as you start getting closer to life after football, it's been a long time, uh, your degree, and what do you hope to do after you get out of Fort Hay State? Um, I'm a criminal justice major, and I'm looking to go somewhere into law enforcement. Um, as it does come closer, though, I am getting nervous. <laughs> you know, am I going to go here? Am I going to go there? Am I going to stay in town? Am I going to go back to Texas? Uh, and that's the thing I don't like to think about. I like to think about where I'm going Saturday. Well, you know, and I guess, you know what? you got three more games to go, and then you have time to, to figure all of that out. And and, uh, I, you know, and I wonder how much of that plays a factor. Players like you, some of the players, this is their last go-around and, and have already graduated. Life comes at you pretty quick. I mean, you're going to have to, you know, you're going to be done with school. You're going to get a real job. I'm sure that makes it more challenging and all the preparation, everything you do week in and week out when you kind of got that in the back of your mind as well. Oh, yeah, I feel like I'm tied to the train tracks, and here comes the freight train of life about to hit me. Uh, I'm just trying to enjoy it every day, one day at a time. I still got three more weeks to be a nice college kid. 
Talk about these final three games. Obviously, a big one with Emporia State on Saturday, Northeastern, and then Pitt State, who's in the top five in the country. Um, three more games to go out there and try to get the best season that you can. I know it hasn't gone well as far as the wins and losses, but just talk about the importance of these final three games for, obviously, for the program and building for next year, but also for you guys, some of the veterans who won't be back after this. I mean, for us, it's just a matter of finishing strong. We've been here. I've been here seven. A lot of the guys that are leaving been here six or five, and it's just a matter of ending on a good note. Um, but <clears throat> as you saw with uh, last week having the freshmen, <clears throat> I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. <clears throat> it, it really uh, showed that this this program has a good future behind it, and uh, just teaching those guys to be better and kind of moving along, passing the torch to them. All right. Well, Pat, we'll let you go. We appreciate you so much. You stopping by and visiting with us today. It has truly been a pleasure to watch you play all of these years in the black and gold, a part of some really big wins, some of the biggest in school history. And even though I know it hasn't gone well here, uh, your your senior year, you're out there battling and, and, and hopefully setting the tone to get four day state football back to where it was when you first got here. Yes, sir. Thank you. You bet. That's Pat Kelly, senior offensive lineman, seventh year senior for the Tigers, our player guest today here on Tiger Talk, which is brought to you by Adams Brown, where they do more than just run numbers and file tax returns. They work hard to become strategic allies. Adams Brown, strategic allies and CPAs. We'll take another break. Chris Brown will rejoin us. We'll go over some of those questions you guys submitted here in the last week. We'll do that after this timeout on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PwC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. Their roots run deep in Kansas, and the secret to success, that little bit of something extra. At Adams Brown, they believe that business should be simplified. They ease your burdens rather than add to them. They aren't just your CPAs. They're an extended team just for you, a team that will work and grow together with you. That something extra is service that gets your attention, exceeding expectations. Certified public accountants at Adams Brown, going above and beyond for you. Online at AdamsBrownCPA.com. Combos, specialties, quesadillas, nachos, enchiladas, tacos, kids' meals, burritos, sweets, sancho salads, and side orders. Plenty of stuff for you to take advantage of at the taco shop. You can also pick from this month's specials. The pork quesadilla, $4.19, Sanchez, $3.79, and the chicken soft taco, $1.99. The taco shop, 333 West 8th Street, or order through the app. Come on down to the taco shop. You never had it. You never had it so good. Come down to the taco shop. October is National Cooperative Month. Midwest Energy is a customer-owned cooperative, meaning everyone who takes service is a part owner. You vote to choose your board of directors, and you share in the economic success of the co-op. Like all co-ops, Midwest Energy promotes growth in our communities through employee involvement, by supporting schools, and through the Midwest Community Fund. Midwest Energy, a customer-owned cooperative, making energy work for you. 10-7 Tigers. It's going to be a stretch play. Now the shovel pass to Cormany. Touchdown, Ford Hayes State. The shovel pass to Kale Cormany. He has his second career touchdown catch, and the Tigers lead 16-7. They went all Kansas City Chiefs there at the goal line, and they score to increase the lead to nine. Yeah, Tigers a little shovel pass there near the goal line on Saturday as they go on to win, knocking off the Mules 27 to 14. Welcome back to Tiger Talk. We're live at Big Smoke Barbecue in Hayes, corner of 8th and Main. Stop on by for lunch any time of the week. Of course, open for lunch and dinner. Best barbecue in town. You can also get it to go or for carry out or delivery at BigSmokeHaze.com. Um, that was a nice play, a little bit different look. We haven't seen that. And we talked about utilizing the tight ends, uh, the um, 
Chiefs have done that a lot with Travis Kelsey. Don't know if that inspired the play, but it worked nice for you guys. We used to use it quite a bit with Harley. Right. When we had Harley and, you know, we would send him across the middle, but we did a lot of different things with Harley, you know, as well (laughs) in the football games because we knew he was a a playmaker, could make things happen. And, uh, you know, Kel's one of those kids that likes to do those things. We've done it, I think, one time before, you know, with him this year. But he's one that likes to be in the grind, in the grid, and and, and run behind the tackles and those things. So it's a good play, a good call by Coach Bryant in that situation. And uh, I just wish we could have punched in earlier with some of those early runs, you know, instead of using that on fourth down. We um, we heard a highlight coming out of the break prior when we were talking with, uh, with Pat Kelly, the, the Manny Ramsey touchdown catch. Beautiful throw from Ethan Forrester, but Manny just continues to, to move up the charts, now tied with Elaine Beaverly with, for second most career receiving touchdowns in, in four-day state history. You start looking at the names around Manny Ramsey and his, his career at four-day state. Lane Bieberly, obviously a recent player, but about everybody else is in the Hall of Fame. I mean, he's he's associating himself with some of the all-time greats to ever wear and play receiver at Fort Hayes State. Yeah, he's a good player, and the funny thing is that Manny was a, was a walk-on for us, and he has worked his way up to, to where he is now, and, uh, you know, whenever walk-ons do do that, you know, they, they want to be there, they want to play football, and, you know, they're doing everything they can to, to get themselves on the field and, and, and earn a scholarship, and he's one of those kids that, that did that, and he and, you know, none of that really happens though without the quarterbacks and the alignment and the guys around him as well. But you know, he gets himself open. He's able to, you know, catches the ball very well. Um, is good in space. Um, and a very good just you know body control of kind of having a defender on him and being able to go, either go over the defender or, or adjust his body to catch the ball too. But and he makes you know yards after the catch. And uh, you know, he, he's a tremendous player. You know, it's it's. Those those records are hard to get, but he's been able to you know work his way up and, and get to them. And, and consistency as well. You got to be consistent to to, to do those things. Uh, and we're going to get to the the questions here in a little bit. What I also was ask you about Marcellus Crutchfield. Really hadn't played a whole lot. Got on the field a lot Saturday. I thought made some big catches. He had one across the middle, and he knew he was going to take a big time hit, and he held on to the ball, caught one on a big key third down when the game was still in the balance. Uh, uh, as far as the receiving goes, I know he's done some special teams, and he was also in there to return punts, probably his best outing. I don't think probably, probably no doubt about it. Yeah, he is. He's finally starting to come, you know, into his own element. Um, understanding the playbook was probably the main part of it, you know, and then understanding what we want to do on special teams. But, you know, him just trying to, you know, truly bind into what we were doing. And, you know, because as coaches, we, we grind you, and we work you pretty hard, and, and, and we get on you pretty hard because, you know, it, football is tough and life's tough, and, uh, you know, trying to prepare, prepare you for those things. And, you know, he started to figure out what we were wanting out of him, and, and now we're finally getting those things out of him. He's going to be a tremendous football player for us. As long as he keeps doing the things that we want him to do, he's going to be great. Well, he's got good speed, and he's got good size, and you can see that in evident on Saturday. Yeah, he does. I mean, good size. Um, you know, his speed's there, but I think he could only get better. Mm-hmm. But he, he does have some strength to him, and, you know, he has great hands, and he's got strong hands. And uh, I think as time goes, I mean, he's just a freshman, you know, for us this year, and he's still got three more years to play, uh, even though he's been transferred in a couple different places. But with COVID, you know, everybody's kind of now a third-year freshman. But he's got the potential to be great, just, you know, as long as he keeps his mind right and and really bears down and, and buys into what we're doing and sacrifices and, and works hard in the weight room and does the extra little things, he could be a tremendous ball player for us. All right, let's get to some of the questions that folks have submitted this week. Uh, one of them, uh, interesting about rule changes. Uh, and, you know, there's always tweaks every year. Um, and as we go to the MIAA Media Day, one thing MIAA does is uh, Phil Laurie, the head of, of officials, always updates the rules and is always quick to point out that it's coaches who really make the rules. They vote on them. They implement them the officials are just there to carry them out but are there any rules or any changes that you would like to see for the college game that maybe aren't there now how come they let me vote for the rules i never get that. you're not on that committee i'm uh, guessing on that committee i guess i gotta find a way to get on that committee not really um i mean the only thing i I think they worry about the uniforms and the shirts and the jerseys and all those little i mean i guess sometimes it gets to be too much Mm -hmm. but sometimes it's just those little nitpicky things before a game you don't really want to deal with hey you need to pull your knee pads down hey you're tuck your shirt in hey you make sure your back flaps covered up those are just you know those little things like that but that's just part of it but right now i mean i kind of like where the game of football i mean it's 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 safer for the players now back then when i played because that's probably what's wrong with me right now is because the way we played but you know i think it is safer for them i think the targeting was a big one you know i I think that's that needed to be done um defenseless player is probably one that when is it defenseless, defenseless and when it's not? You know, there are a couple it, it plays a on Saturday, you could argue there were some defensive yep. players got hit late. Yeah, so, I mean, a few of those things. But other than that, 
Not really. I mean, they've kind of taken the cut blocks out as well. And uh, the only one I probably don't know, just as a de- as a now that I'm on the offensive side, just the, the cut tackle by a defender sometimes scares me because it's always like at the near below. And that just to me is going to create more injuries than anything else. But you can't hit high anymore. So so what do you do? But I think that the game's going the right direction, and we're keeping these kids safe and, and eliminating a lot of injuries. And, and most of it's just, you know, the head trauma. I mean, we really started to eliminate that head trauma that has had so many, that we've had so many problems with in the past, and it's just, you know, it, it's safer for the kids. You mentioned targeting, and, and, and there are occasionally a targeting that gets reviewed. I like the fact there's re- instant replay to go back and review those now, but it seems like that has cleaned up as well, and players have adjusted, coaches have adjusted to how they teach tackling, and we don't see a lot of targets anymore. No, you don't, and, and another thing you don't see is you don't see the big hits. You mm-hmm. used to see the real big hits just because of the defenseless player and the targeting and, and keeping the head out of it, and you know now it's really kind of changed where it's just the top of the helmet is now targeting where it used to be any part of the helmet was targeting. It was hard for those officials to really kind of differentiate which would what it was. And uh, but no, it's it's the game. The physicality truly has kind of gone away from it. But I think it is for the safety of the kids, just to make sure that they're okay. All right, another one. Barry Switcher once said that you coach them, but they're yours for life. Um, uh, have you generally uh, had that as your experience? That once you've coached a player, they you, know, you kind of feel like they're they're part of your own. And and do you keep in touch with some of the former guys and maybe other former guys who've been a part of the part of the four day state program? Oh yeah, constantly. Even when I was you know kids that are at Washburn, and even a guy I coached in high school, you know we were still in pretty good contact. And you know you always get wedding invitations. You're like, oh these guys are getting married. But you realize they're 25, 26. I'm 28 years old. And you're like, golly, I'm getting old. But uh, no, you do. You keep in touch with him. I mean, Pat and I will probably be talking until, you know, he's probably 90 years old. Who knows? But it's, I don't know how old I'll be by that time. Hopefully I'm still alive. Not much older than him, probably. No, probably not much. He's, he's been here as long as I have almost. Uh, we do no, that in fun because Pat gave yeah. us a hard time about how many old jokes we're going to make on yeah. the show. So it, we're just trying to get as many in before we're done here in 10 minutes. But you do, you know, and you have some that K-Coach kind of puts you on, a, you know, as a reference for a job and things like that. And, and you do, and it's that, that constant communication. Some are having, you know, children and things like that. It's just cool to see those kids and you know, their success. And they always come back for games and you run into them as well and sit there and have a good time talking and just reminiscing about the good old times. And they always tell me I got to get tougher, which, I mean, every kid is going to tell you that's not here anymore but but no I, I love those kids they're always they're always going to be my own and i'll do anything for them well and it is really neat when we go on the road and uh, play either at carney or wherever it may be all the former players that that come and are hanging around the locker room after the game and and and, and obviously still invested in the program want to see it do well because they've been a part of it but also uh, just that that connection is really cool to see and and not every program has it and it's kind of that family um, culture that that you've built uh, i think is a big key of it but it, it is neat to go out on the road and then you see all the former tigers that come back and, and want to watch the current team play it is and no matter where you go you know it's just you know because we recruit so far outside of Hayes that you know any town we get to there's there's some kid that we've or you guess our young men now that <laughs> yeah. we've recruited you know and seen just like you know we went when we went to Lincoln we saw you know Isaiah Maxey showed up and you know he's working there in, in Jefferson City now and which is cool to see him after the game and just everywhere you go you got kids that, that come that that you know, you've been a part of their life, and they've been a part of yours, and, and you've been with them for a long time. It's, it, it's so cool to see them and just catch up with them and see how they're doing. All right. Appreciate the questions. Again, you can submit yours for next week's program. Go to FHSUathletics.com. You'll see the fans uh, tab. Click on it. You'll get the drop down there at the very bottom. Ask the coach. And if we use your question, you'll have a chance for a $25 gift certificate from Big Smoke Barbecue, the home of Tiger Talk. Tiger Talk is brought to you today by the Hayes Orthopedic Institute. Expertise, technology, and compassion all right here. That's the Hayes Orthopedic Institute. They're the official team physicians for Fort Hayes State Athletics. We need to take our final break. We'll do that right now. And we'll come back and preview this Saturday the Hornets of Emporia State at Welch Stadium. We'll do that next here on the Tiger Sports Network, built by PWC. People from all over are raving about the food at Big Smoke Barbecue in downtown Hayes. Brisket, chicken, pulled pork, ribs. It's all so good. And Big Smoke's own dry rub is what separates them from other barbecue places. Choose your own sauce. Kansas City, Memphis, Carolina, or Texas-style sauce. They're open for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get in early. They do sell out. This is Philip Kuhn inviting you to dine with us. Big Smoke Barbecue at 8th and Main in downtown Hayes. It's just really good barbecue. 
You love living and working in Western Kansas, and so does the ever-growing team of specialists at Hayes Med. We take pride in helping people and communities thrive. Hayes Med is one of the best hospitals in America for patient experience and a top 20 rural hospital nationally. With our high patient satisfaction ratings and award-winning care, Hayes Med is your destination for rural health because here we specialize in you. Learn more at HayesMed.com. Stop looking for a job and start a career with BTI Equipment as an equipment service technician. BTI Equipment is one of the most progressive John Deere dealerships in the country and invests in technology, education, and resources for our employees. With industry-leading wages, uncapped bonus potential, paid training, company-matching 401k plan, and more, there's never been a better time to join the BTI family. Call on BTI. For career opportunities, visit btiequip.com. The passions you pursue help shape who you are and make your story brighter. At Golden Belt Bank, we support you because when you live your passions every day, your finest work unfolds. Make today the beginning of another great chapter. This is banking one story at a time. Golden Belt Bank, one story at a time. Visit goldenbeltbank.com. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Dawson in the shotgun, sets Brown in motion from right to left, hands it off to Soto, he's at the five, cuts up the middle, touchdown, Fort Hayes State, Adrian Soto with a nine-yard touchdown run. Yeah, Adrian Soto finding the end zone there is one touchdown, ran for almost 100 yards, he was close on Saturday, and I get 26 carries. He's kind of been the guy now with uh, uh, Jaquan Tillis out with the with, with the knee injury, but so far seems to be holding up. and And I'm sure when you when when you're fed the ball like he has been fed, you kind of get into a rhythm. I'm sure he's enjoying that. Yeah, you do. And as a running back, you always want the ball in your hands, and you want as many touches as you can as well. And that's just. You know, that, that's good. You know, that's the kind of kid you want. He wants the ball in his hands, and he wants to get as many yards as he possibly can. But it doesn't. It starts with those guys up front mm-hmm. doing their job and giving the opportunity to hit those holes. And, uh, you know, he's doing well, and, you know, those guys up front did a really good job for him as well. But still, I just got to get him just a little more physical and run through some of those tackles. And, you know, he probably would have had over 100 yards. Tigers on the road this Saturday, Welch Stadium in Emporia, the Emporia State Hornets. They're 6-2, and two, having a, a great year, and I think folks thought they'd be good, but I don't know if they thought they'd be in second place in the MIAA right now, but uh, got to give them credit. They've they found, a, they, they, after a, a bit of a slow start, they had some struggles early, they've they found a groove right now, and uh, playing well, had a hard-fought game, and Joplin got a got a narrow uh, three-point win there, but playing some good football. They are playing really, really well. That one in Joplin was a windy one, too. When Yo, you watched yeah. on film, you can see just the punts and the things like that, how they just weren't going where they needed to go. But they are playing well. You know, The quarterback does a good job of getting the ball out of his hand early. Um, they do a good job of getting to the line of scrimmage. So you better be ready on Saturday because it's going <laughs> oh, to be quick, I've fast tempo. Them. And, uh, you know, in the defensively, they do a good job of not giving up the big play. You know, they, they do what they're supposed to do. They keep everything in front of them. Um, they give you multiple different looks um, defensively as well, especially in the secondary with some of their coverages and, you know, a little bit with the front with stunts and bringing guys off the edge here and there. But offensively, they they play the numbers game. You know, you get five in the box and they got six to block, they're going to run the ball. And so we got to find a way to kind of even that out and, uh, you know, try to limit their, their pass game as much as we possibly can and then be able to stop the run as well. Yeah, what are the challenges? Cause, I mean, you watch them on film. I mean, it's... It's fast-break football. I mean, it's maybe 20, 22 seconds between plays. The ball's spotted. They're up there and running. And then it seems like if they get a little bit of a lead, they kind of back off and then just kind of pound you with that running game a little bit. Yeah, they do. And it's just, you know, they, they, they try to wear you out early and, and get you tired and try to keep you off balance. And then, you know, you get so used to that that it's kind of hard to rotate defensive linemen and guys in because you don't know how fast they're going to go. Are they going to be fast? Are they going to slow down? Or what are they going to do? So they just keep you off balance. But... We just got to be able to get our calls in quick and, uh, you know, try to keep it simplified as much as we possibly can for these young men and uh, get our hands. Number one thing is probably just getting our hands on receivers and not giving them free releases and things like that and being able to stop the run game and, you know, keeping the quarterback in the pocket because when he gets out, he's he's really not looking to run, but he's going to find a way to make a play. They lead the MIAA in turnover margin, plus nine. They've only given it away once this year. You are plus two. We see what a difference that makes. How big is it to at least be even in the turnover battle on Saturday? 
We got to, you know, and hopefully get some get mm-hmm. some turnovers as well. But it's it's so hard to get turnovers when they're just throwing quick little passes here and there and, and getting those extra yards. A lot of screen plays as well. It's hard to get turnovers on that. But you know, we got to find a way to rake at the ball and, and get some of those out, and hopefully, you know, get our hands up and maybe bat a few ball down too, and maybe get a tip ball or once in a while here and there. But it, it's hard. But we got we got to win the turnover battle. Try to win the turnover at all. But we can't turn the ball over offensively and give them give them the ball because they're they're dangerous on offense. And I think their defense is you know their offense. Gets it's a lot of headlines because it's really good among the best in the conference and certainly the country. But their defense isn't bad. No, they're not. They don't give up a lot of points. And they, like I said, they, 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 it's it's hard to get yards on them. And they're very they fly around to the ball and, and they're very aggressive. And you know they they tackle really really well. And they got some good speed and they got some long corners and some linebackers that run like crazy. So it's going to be a challenge here this Saturday. It should be fun though. Tigers and Hornets always is one of the all time great rivalries uh, for four day state. Coach, as always, we appreciate the visit here on this. Monday. Have a great week of practice, and we'll see you Saturday in Emporia. Yes, sir. Thanks, George. That's it, Coach Chris Brown. Again, four-day state Emporia State on Saturday. Two o'clock kick. Our coverage begins at one with the Auto World pregame on Tiger Radio Mix 103. We have four days volleyball tomorrow night. The Tigers hosting Nebraska Kearney. 545 pregame right here on KAYS. That's going to wrap it up for today. Tiger Talk presented by Golden Belt Bank of Hayes and Ellis. Adams Brown, the Taco Shop, BTI, Hayes Orthopedic Institute, and our home for Tiger Talk, Big Smoke Barbecue on the corner of 8th and Main in Hayes. Thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week.